Hi there, this is Jimmy Harrod, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zimrak. Hello, welcome again to another edition of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zimrak. This is episode 618 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, we have somebody from the music industry and from TV. You've seen this person on there if you watched America's Got Talent, because on... Season 16, he made the top 10 of America's Got Talent and returned this year for America's Got Talent All-Stars. And on Sunday, February 19th, he is going to be singing at the Arinda Theater in Arinda, California. It's Jimmy Harrod, and he's going to be here joining us and uh, talking about the experience of being on America's Got Talent, his shows, his singing, and the whole works. We're going to be going into that, and that's coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. But... Uh, some people have sent emails asking how I'm feeling and uh, getting a little bit better. I, I, you know, I'm still still a little bit stuffed and I got a little bit of a cough, so I'm you know, going to be hitting that button if I start coughing. But uh, hopefully we'll get through this before uh, I start coughing. So uh, anyways, uh, we have, uh, thank you so much for uh, your concerns. And uh, you can always get in touch with me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And uh, please uh, be sure to tell friends about On Screen and Beyond. Keep those numbers going up, the downloads going down, and uh, everything else. And uh, just uh, just keep things going here. We appreciate it very much. And we've got a lot of remakes coming your way and upcoming movies and things like that. So why don't we get right into it? It's time for Remake Madness on On Screen and Beyond. <laughs> Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness. Well, Superman is getting another redo in Superman Legacy. It's currently set for 2025. And Disney has many remakes in the works. And a live-action remake of Lilo and Stitch is one of those. And a remake of Flash Gordon is in the works. And that's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming new movies. <laughs> Upcoming new movies, well, Martin Sheen will star in a dramatic comedy called Lost and Found in Cleveland. And Liam Neeson, he's in a lot of movies lately. He's going to be starring in an upcoming thriller called The Riker's Ghost. And Ben Affleck will direct, and he will also star alongside Matt Damon in Air. Now, this is about the creation of Nike's Air Jordans. And that's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, why don't we take a peek at what's coming your way as far as sequels. Sequels. Looks like Vin Diesel will star in, now hopefully I'm going to say this right, uh, Riddick Furia. Not sure if that's uh, the right pronunciation, but we'll see. Anyways, it's the fourth installment of the films that started with Pitch Black. And Tim Allen will return to voice Buzz Lightyear. In Toy Story 5. And Disney has more sequels in the works, including another Frozen film and another Zootopia. 
And that's it for sequels. Next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as TV and movies on DVD. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. TV and movies on DVD. Well, Alice Darling hits DVD and Blu-ray on March 14th. Also on March 14th, The Locksmith with Kate Bodsworth arrives on Blu-ray. And Chucky Season 2 slashes on to Blu-ray and DVD on March 28th. And uh, then on March 28th also, it's going to be bringing us Gaslit. And that's the complete limited series with Julie Roberts. And on... April 4th, South Park, the complete 25th season arrives. And maybe I do with Emma Roberts, Richard Gere, and William H. Macy, along with a whole lot of others, comes to DVD and Blu-ray on April 18th. And that's it for TV and movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, why don't we find out what's coming away as far as uh, TV and entertainment time. TV and Entertainment Time, well, a Spartacus sequel series is in the works over at Stars, and the peripheral uh, has been renewed for a second season by Prime Video. And this is one thing that uh, I hate to talk about because uh, it looks like Yellowstone may be coming to an end. Now, you may have heard about this. Um, there's a lot of talk about things going on behind the scenes, uh, you know, and I'm not going to get into all of that, but they say it's possible that it could end as quickly as after this season. Uh, they're going to have Matthew McConaughey come in in a, I don't know if it's a continuation. Uh, you know, they haven't really gotten too much into it, but uh, that's, uh, that's something, you know, I'm not happy about because I enjoy the show. But anyways, that's uh, something to keep keep your eye out on. And sadly... Songwriter legend Burt Bacharach has last week passed away at the age of 94. And that's it for TV and entertainment time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, Jimmy Hurd. He is going to be coming to the Arinda Theater on Sunday, February 19th. We have him right now to talk to us right here on On Screen and Beyond. And we're going to find out all about his time on America's Got Talents and what he's got coming up and where you can keep in touch with him and all of that. Jimmy is next right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today on On Screen and Beyond, our guest made the top 10 on season 16 of America's Got Talent and returned this year for America's Got Talent All-Stars. On Sunday, February 19th, he will be singing at the Arinda Theater in Arinda, California for their monthly concert series. It's Jimmy Herod. Jimmy, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Hi, Brian. Thanks for having me. 
Jimmy, it is a thrill to have you on here. When you were on America's Got Talent the first time, the crowd just took you into their hearts and, and they just loved you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is that's very kind words. I uh, uh, appreciate that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a unique experience for people to uh, be introduced to you through and, um, you know, to be transported right into their homes. And so, you know, even though it's, uh, you know, you're in California or wherever you're filming, it's very personal in a way, I think, because people get to see you so up close and, you know, we all sort of develop our, our love for artists, uh, through the media in that way. And so, uh, definitely, definitely a rare chance to, to get to say hello to people in that way. Mm, yeah. And uh, now I want to take you back to that first audition that you did. Um, it's, was that a setup or, or was that, did Simon really say that? I mean, <laughs> you know, um, it, it's such a weird situation because you um, you go into what I would say is like a a very like produced environment. Of course, there's cameras everywhere, mm-hmm. and um, you know the the only thing you really don't know, I think, in those moments are what the reaction's going to be. You know, you go in and you speak with, you know, a team that tries to help you narrow down essentially, you know, your best option for the biggest impact. And, you know, the consensus we came to uh, would be to do tomorrow, which um, I've been singing with um, the band Pink Martini, who I've also played in the area with, uh, more so San Francisco area exactly, but um, you know I've been playing that song with them since 2019, um, and so you know within that mindset, it's also something rare that you know it's it's rare that you get to perform a song so many times, mm-hmm. and so um, I, I guess I would say that you know the the decision to go with that made a lot of sense. You know there's it's just, it's just rare that you have, um, developed something so many times. Um, you know, that's the number of times I've performed that song. It's like being on Broadway, you know, right. that, that number of repetitions. So it's the instinctual aspects of it being in your body are just so rare to get with anything. And so, um, you know, we decided on that and, um, yeah, I mean, he, I think he was genuinely, um, surprised and, you know, it was kind of funny, that that we filmed that in March and it aired in June. And so before mm-hmm. anybody else knew what had happened and that I'd done it, and all of that, I had gone home and I'd seen online that I think it was in 2012, someone sang that on one of his other shows and he really didn't like it apparently then either. So, oh, <laughs> um, you know, but, you know, just being a funny thing, it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm not, I don't know if anybody goes into the space and saying, oh, I want to pick, Simon Cowell's favorite song or, right. you know, whatever it might be. Um, you know, you're just there to demonstrate ability, um, you know, in, in that space. And so, uh, but what was going through yeah. your mind when he tells you, I hate that song. <laughs> I mean, geez. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I think the only thing I could think of that moment was like, well, this is, this is what I have prepared. And, you know, you're really 
you really are in like the hot seat. You know, thankfully the auditions aren't like like the live TV rounds where you know you, you really you're on the clock in so mm-hmm. many ways in both settings. But um, you know, in that moment, you know, you you're you feel uh definitely up to the like you have to be up to the pressure of the moment and need to continue and just push through and um that was you know that's what I did and yeah I mean it I think it made um an impact I think on my trajectory within you know the the universe of AGT I would say you know yeah yeah. um and Simon being Simon yeah you you won him over and then you know of course the judges are always doing that you know trying to make you think that oh no it didn't wasn't good when Sophia said oh I didn't like it and, and, and I mean, your right. heart must have dropped again. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, it was funny because, um, you know, I it, these are these are all real people. You don't know their personality besides what you see on TV. Even. Mm-hmm. And so for her to say that, I'm like, you know, I just took it at face value initially. And it's like, that's fine. You know, um, nothing is for everyone, you know. And so I, I just sort of took it as that you, you just have to remember that something that you it could be something you love and someone is totally not in yeah. agreement with you like a movie or something right so, yeah. um i just i just took it that and you know was just waiting to hear the responses and yeah she definitely you know uh pulled the wool over the eyes and and uh yeah i was I was surprised uh, by her response Mm. Um, just in general, because I think, you know, doing it was the actually just performing the song was like enough to be like the thing to think about that day. Like the results are like, okay, like at least I got through the song. Like (laughs) it's almost, (laughs) I would say like, you know, all of these thoughts of like their, to the reactions are like not even phasing me. It's just like, Oh, okay. Like, okay. I finished the song. Mm -hmm. Okay. you know, just getting through that and I didn't crack or, you know, you know, whatever the things that could be, could go wrong didn't happen. And so like, that's, that's sort of where my head is. And then I'm also like, oh, I'm not going to get to hear this for three months. I hope that that was, I hope that was good, you know. <laughs> but I mean, your emotions must've been in like, like a roller coaster. I mean, first Simon says, oh, I hate that song. Then all of a sudden you, you, you do an incredible version of tomorrow. And then Simon says, oh, I love it. And then you're at the peak. And then all of a sudden, Sophia says, I didn't like it. Boom, you're going down. Then she hits the buzzer, the golden buzzer, and zoom, you're back up. I mean, you yeah, must it, have been going was, crazy. It was like, okay, I just, I just was like, you know, everyone's going to have their own opinion. And I didn't even get to hear anyone else's really at that point. And so yeah. uh, I, just, I just was receiving it as it, as it happened. Yeah. Wow. And, and, was it just a big fog after that well then it was then it was like you know she hits the golden buzzer and you know uh it's it's so funny like you know all the confetti falls and you're like you're sort of still like then you're processing that you know and and uh what you don't see on tv of course is that you've been there since 8 a.m right so it's, (laughs) it's been like this really long day and i think i performed around 7 30 p.m so, um, you know, it, you're just, and I think they were almost like, I don't know if we're going to be able to fit you in today. Oh, wow. Um, so I was almost like 
asked to come back the next day. And then they were able to squeeze me in right at the end of the filming day. And so, um, you know, you just just even thinking that, like, it's been 12 hours, Jeez. you know, and I get up, I got up that morning probably to start singing around five. Um, so, you know, it's it's been a very long day. And like, that's that's all I'm really thinking. It's like, you know, I'm just glad that this performance went well if they love it or not you know um because I, I think you know, you know for your when when we speak of the all-stars thing too it's like for everybody there winners included you know it's such a rare thing to get um seen by so many people at once and to be given the opportunity to be on the television screen um it's just it's just extremely rare and most of us will never be given mm-hmm a single opportunity, uh, let alone a second one like that. And so, um, you know, no matter what, what their response was, I knew that I was still getting this major moment for people to hear me and see me and what that could or couldn't do for my career. Um, you know, in some senses was, was exponential because there's just, um, there's nothing like, um, an opportunity like that. And so, I, I I went in never, ha- you know, I don't go into anything with like an assumption of um, this is really going to win or blah, blah, blah like that. I, I didn't have mm-hmm. any uh, preconceptions like that. I just was very much like thankful for a massive opportunity, regardless of how it went, um, because, you know, I knew that I was going to do my best, you know, attempt at that specific thing. Um and you know, yeah, it was it was um, definitely amazing to see, especially months later. Like you know, once it aired, like that immediate um, ripple of, of people, you know, wanting to know more about you and wanting to hear more, and yeah, and getting that that level of support, um, you know, uh, externally has has been you know pretty amazing. Yeah, but now. I'm I, and you you'll be able to you know say one way or the other on this one but in in my opinion the golden buzzer is great but it is also could be a curse because maybe not for you because you know I mean you've been singing for a long time you're very talented and everything but some of the people who are newer um they're not getting more time throughout the show you know uh to get a better feeling of being on stage and everything is, is do you see it oh. that way? You know? Uh, well, I, I would say probably for the majority of us, myself included, TV is just so different than um, even performing. Like it's just very different. Really? Um, yeah. There's, uh, you know, there's, there's so many um, like, uh, you know, I've done theater shows before. It's been some years now since I was on that kind of a stage, but like, you know, you do, um, weeks and weeks of rehearsal and staging and choreography and whatever the microphone setup is, or, you know, there's all these moving things, but with TV, it's like you get for, for AGT, you get one day on the stage. And by a day, I mean, you get 10 minutes the day before your performance. And then the day of the performance you run, we run the entire episode once, like as a rehearsal, just so people like, you know, for the, because also what it is is they want these rehearsals for the camera crew mm-hmm, um, yeah. because they need to hit all their marks. Like they, they're choreographed just as much, you know, so to speak. And so, um, 
everything is very down to a T um, to a degree that most people I just can't imagine have had unless you've worked in the news, you know, like there's really very rare opportunities to be working with like camera and, and that level of lights and right. Um, yeah. Look this way, look that way. Be, you know, this camera goes at on this moment. <laughs> we really want to, yeah. You know, and you're, some of it is based on maybe what you did in the rehearsal, you know, cause they will, you have these rehearsal days and sort of like a, a, like a hotel ballroom essentially. And, um, you know, they, they even sort of document those to help them figure out how they're going to light you. And, but, you know, you're, you've got wardrobe and all of it's happening very, very quickly. And so I think, I think it's a struggle for everyone to stay on the horse. Um, uh, you know, even, even by the time you get to the performance, you might have only learned that song that week, mm-hmm. um, which I, I remember watching Idol as a kid and, Hearing, because, you know, on Idol, they sing, I want to say during that time period, at least, it's been years since I've watched it, but they had to do a different genre, it seemed like, every week. They had, Mm -hmm. like, um, these different categories that they were having to perform within. And so, yeah, sometimes you were entering a category that you didn't, you know, somebody else did the song you wanted to do, or, like, you know, maybe you just weren't as familiar with the genre. And so, uh, I know for them it it had to be even worse in that sense of like you know constantly bouncing back and forth between different things and it definitely feels like that on the AGT set because you um all of us are kind of thrown into a uh, live tv which yeah I mean there's just uh I I can't think of really anything else I've done that's remotely of the same nature and um you know a lot of decisions are made partially for a cosmetic uh, purpose too. So, you know, like when we think about um, people singing the anthem or something, you know, I think there was a whole thing about Beyonce singing the national anthem for um, maybe it was uh, Barack's inauguration and that she wanted to do it live. But then when, you know, they get there and the setup is a certain way and, you know, there's nowhere, there's no way to hear yourself, all of that, you know, you get into this whole, the weeds of how do we still make this work? Do Mm. we, tape record it like blah blah you know all of all of that and so um there's elements you would never have to think about if you were just in a small theater and there were monitors on the floor right. <laughs> there's a live band two feet from you you know like yeah. you're, you can that you're communicating in that way and so um tv i would say even though i definitely have you know um you know i went to school for music um and have done a ton of performing and a variety of settings there's still a, a different type of pressure i think knowing that you know it's really the one shot you have two yeah. minutes and so, 30 seconds so you missed all it. all that you know being on the show constantly until the the live performances where you could have become more comfortable i sh- you know i would think as you know with all those things it would have i would think it would have helped wouldn't it well, this is, I think what's funny is like the, so for the, you know, my season was during COVID um, and like right when people are getting maybe their first shot kind of time period. So there are a lot of regulations and for the audition round, what they did is I think they had um, sprinkled individuals throughout the theater, but they even sort of put on the screen that they had to essentially like green screen in a visual audience um, wow. for the audition <laughs> rounds because they, you know, they didn't want to 
have anyone near the judges um, or near the contestants or the staff because it was, you know, such an easy thing to not notice you're a little under. And, you know, I have so funny, I had COVID back in April of 2022 and we were on tour and I just thought the food sucked in the town that I was in. I was like, man, the fruit here just so flavorless. It didn't, it did not dawn on me. I was like, oh, that's a symptom. Um, Uh, and so, you know, all that to say, um, when we did have an audience, those, instead of those at least being like the, uh, you're just in a theater and performing, it was, it was now the live camera and, you know, there's a, millions of people on the East coast watching you at this, in the same time as this room full of people. So it feels, um, very massive and, and yeah, I mean, the pressure is always on. Um, so, but, but, you know, I guess when there really is an audience, you kind of, you know, there's more than just four people listening. Right. It's got to pump you up. I mean, shared. it's got to pump you yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting. I think, I think about, you know, it all depends on what you're doing and what you're trying to communicate. And, um, you know, uh, but I definitely felt more natural to see people in seats, you know, um, and to, if you could, you know, see their reaction and, and then when you're done, like hear their response, um, you know, that, that was also in a lot of ways so different than the original audition because that one being uh, taped in advance, you know, three months went by before anyone had expressed how they thought about it. And that's like funny because after three months, I've kind of moved on from that um, mentally. Like, okay, I've done other shows since mm-hmm. then, and I'm not like, you know, caught up in it. And so then you have uh, with the live, you have this instant wave of your phone kind of buzzing for the next, you know, <laughs> five days. Yeah. Um, huh. So yeah, it's definitely a, a, an interesting world all around. Yeah. What made you decide to continue this year on the uh, uh, America's Got Talent All Stars? Yeah, um, you know, my my thing about that show, and maybe this is true of other shows, I, I can't I can't speak to other people's experience entirely, but I do know something that can be difficult about going back in those spaces is like I would say everyone is there because of a specific reason and a maybe a moment that they were able to garner out of out of um their ability. So uh, you know, I think for me, um I on my original season was like the musical theater ballad park and bark boy. And um, I just wanted to go on the show again and do something that at least in its original essence was different. Um, I think they still were able to kind of uh, get some of that, (laughs) that that, uh, relic of what they did with me the year before out of my performance on the show. Um, But, you know, like I was saying to all of us, you you just don't get chances like that to perform in front of so many people. And um, it's like, yeah, I've I've played on massive stages, you know, theaters or whatnot, but TV is just its own world. And so, um, you know, when I got the invitation, I said yes pretty quickly um, because it's one, there are tons of other people they can ask and they're asking you. Yeah. Um, 
and the, which means they also are aware that, the, you know, they are giving you this opportunity to be promoted and seen by the world. And, um, you know, as someone who is still trying to um, become more known and uh, steer the wheel more so in their career, um, any any chance to be seen is a huge opportunity and something to be grateful for, no matter how it goes. And, right. Um, yeah. Well, I'm, that, I, that was what we all felt. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to get on a soapbox for just a second here uh, because, you know, I don't expect you to say anything bad about anything. But uh, the, the one thing, the complaint I have is I don't like the way they do the judging for this all star thing, because. I mean, there's so oh, many yeah. talented people, and you're going to pick one. How can you pick one? And who are these uh, super voters or whatever? Super you know? <laughs> it's like, come on, yeah. you know. I mean, yo, know, and the thing is, you know, like you were eliminated, but you've right. got, um, you know, in another show, you you probably could have, you know, won in in the, the shows. You know, it depends on who's in there. And, uh, you know, uh, it's just, you know, I don't know. It's just my, my ranting, you know, <laughs> I, just, I, well, I, I wish they would do I, that I differently. Totally get that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The super fan thing was um, honestly not super explained to us going into it either. Um, and was a bit foggy going out. Like it just was to, to my understanding, what the show did is a um, handpicked 50 super fans as they call them which i think are big supporters of the show i'm not not really sure how to define a super fan it's, it's someone who's a massive fan i guess mm. um <laughs> uh one and i think it's i think it was one from each state yeah that's what um, yeah something like that and um yeah it just it definitely <laughs> definitely a bit vague yeah and uh you know, all that considered, and this is such a funny sidebar, you know, I did that Vegas spinoff show with a number of people who were either um, runners up or like golden buzzers like myself or finalists, I should mm -hmm. even say, and, and winners. And, you know, when we all saw even just who some of the other contestants were, you know, where we kind of had to chuckle to ourselves because we're like, Oh, there's there's uh, no way that person A is gonna beat person B because everyone, you know, and this being true for all of us, you could say like 50 of us feel like we're person A, and and you know mm -hmm. it's so hard to live up to the story and the legacy and uh, of some other acts, and uh, and we and we say that kind of uh, supportively also while while sort of laughing because it's like. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I can't win this show uh, if, if so-and-so is here. Um, and, you know, at the same time, like for all of us, you know, I think, I think almost everyone there is still, of course, trying to grow some aspect of their career. And so it was even during the sort of, um, you know, they filmed the elimination thing kind of particularly, but um, even during that, we were all very much like it was sort of like an excuse to hang out, to be there again mm -hmm. um, and to talk. And yes. and don't get me wrong. I, I, I love the show. Yeah. I, I still love the show. Uh, it's just that. Oh, but I totally understand the, the way this voting was done. It, a lot of people thought they were going to get the call in or whatnot. Um, yeah. 
yeah. like it like normal seasons yeah so, like, how come jimmy's not going through survive. jimmy should go through <laughs> you know i always say it's just tv you know it's uh it's real but it's also only a, a portion of our lives and right so, and everyone's doing stuff so now that's, are that's you great. are they planning to take you back for you know like a finale show and have some of you come in and sing or do whatever is there you know sometimes they do no, that no 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 and not to not to my knowledge because what i'll tell you is they you know this being a pre-taped season they filmed everything back in um, October. Oh, okay. So yeah. everything is done and edited and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, the, the whole taping was, was completed um, back. I think they finished the first week of November, which is only a little funny because I was originally supposed to do my show at the Arenda theater um on the 6th of november six mm-hmm. or set six of november and we needed to move it because i wasn't sure what was going to happen with the all-star show um oh yeah yeah but the good so, thing is that's right on february 19th sunday february 19th you will be at the Arinda Theater in Arinda, California in their uh, monthly concert series. And it is going to be a show that people do not want to miss. You got to be singing tomorrow on there. You, you right? <laughs> I would hope. <laughs> um, I, I don't make promises that I can't keep. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the thing I, I like this, uh, this is funny. This is maybe a good chance to say this is um, when you, when you see something in that level of refinement on TV. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of funny because, you know, I perform that song regularly with Pink Martini, like that, because that arrangement is, is theirs. We came up with, uh, the band came up with that, you know, um, five years ago now, that specific arrangement mm-hmm. and recorded it. And back in, uh, I think we recorded that in 18 and it came out in 19 or, Oh no, sorry. We recorded in 19. It came out in the fall of 19. And um, long story short, like I think that moment and that, that 1080 quality, <laughs> the cameras, like there it's, it's really hard to recapture that. And I always say, you're never going to hear it better than that video. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, you where know. I was, where I was singing for a million dollars. But, you know, um, <laughs> but, I, but also, you know, I think the wonderful thing about getting to go see someone do a show live is that, you know, they're not confined to two minutes and 30 seconds exactly. of, of this thing that will be like this beautiful gem on a mantle forever. And, you know, like, uh, I, I I like to think that um, that version of that song exists in like that ether. Um, and the wonderful thing that you can come see me in a show and hear a breath of, of other things that I wasn't able to do on the show or didn't fit a time constraint or didn't fit the, um, I would say the the frame that they, you know, they kind of put us each in. I like, to, I'm trying to use nice words like frame instead of box uh, because, you know, a picture frame is designed to, uh, you know, magnify the, the photo itself, I guess you would say. And I think they, their framing as they do on those shows is really trying to capture you in a light that they think 
works really well on you and you know everything is to illuminate an aspect of you um but you it's really hard to see the whole of someone and you know I did five songs on the show they're each about two minutes and 30 seconds that's like 12 minutes of stage time so you know I, I think there's a there's so much more that people will get to see um at the sold out show also so mm -hmm. sorry for those who are looking at tickets who are already sold out right um <laughs> But um, for those who are stuck going now, um, <laughs> they're uh, they're going to get to hear a, a bigger variety of things, um, reminiscent things, possibly um, a few things from the show, um, but not the meat of it, honestly. And because it'd be really hard to, you know, I think the show's seventy minutes and the TV show is twelve minutes of music, so right. you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. they're going to hear a lot more than than that. Yeah. And uh, now you haven't been to the Orinda Theater, have you? Before? No, I have Just not. Seen, before, it's a no. beautiful theater. It's one of these I've old looked, style. I looked at photos online. It's, it's a former movie theater. Yes. Correct? Yeah, it still is. Yeah. Uh, but they'd have this well, yeah, you know, each yeah, month. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it, it is a an amazing, you know, one of those old style theaters, which, uh, you know, you, it's just so nice. I'm, I'm definitely excited to be in there. This is my first time doing anything solo in that area. Um, I used to live in Seattle and I used to do stuff up there all the time. And when I moved to, I live in Portland, Oregon now, I would still go up because for years I didn't tell anyone I moved because once you say you don't live in a city, you don't get the phone calls. And so I think it, no one knew I had moved until about 2017. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I, you know, kind of kept that close to my chest for four years, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, it's it's special to get to be kind of catapulted and um, seen and now to be in a position of, you know, presently in my career where it's like, you know, yes, I can go do a show in a city I've never performed in and have a wonderful attendance and, um, you know, be given a, a chance to do stuff um, outside of the community that knows you already. Yeah. Have you so, done any um, international shows uh I've, just with pink martini um but no not 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 individually no no yeah not not yet <laughs> not yet there you go yeah. there you go When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Mark Cuban, and if you love television like I love television, you have to listen to On Screen and Beyond. Yeah. Well, Jimmy, uh, it is so great to have you, uh, you know, on the show here and, and give us an idea of the, you know, behind the scenes of uh, America's Got Talent and your upcoming show, and uh, we really appreciate that. But um, I'd like to finish up with um, one final question, if that's all right. Yeah. Taking us away from your singing and your America's Got Talent and everything, when you sit back and relax, 
what are you watching on TV? What's your favorite TV shows now and of the past? And what's your favorite movies now and of the past? Oh, my goodness. Um, what do you enjoy wow. watching? Well, you know, it's this is funny. Uh, I, I feel like maybe these, this, yeah, this is funny. So right now I'm sort of, I'm indulging in a show from my childhood and uh, I'm, so I'm rewatching King of the Hill with my husband right now uh, because I loved that show growing up. My mm-hmm. aunt is from Texas and uh, her and my uncle would uh, watch that growing up and uh, I love that every episode sort of ends with some sentiment um, and <laughs> there are people very unlike myself uh, being characterized, characterized on the show and um, always love that show. I also watch a lot of uh, true crime documentaries. So ah, yes. <laughs> all this stuff I can kind of passively listen and, and while I'm packing my suitcase um, and favorite movies. I've always really loved, uh, I think it's because we watched it as a family, but it's a movie with Sean Penn called I am Sam. And yes. uh, the, the score for the movie is basically all Beatles covers, mm-hmm. which is tied into the story of the film as well. And, uh, just very, very touching uh, movie that, as a kid, I, I just loved and have shown to many people. I'm, I'm always the one who shows people the overly emotional, dramatic films that <laughs> that I just love to rewatch for some 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 twisted reason. Um, but that's uh, yeah, that's mostly what I'm watching right now. I, I watch a lot of reruns, I guess you could say. Yeah, no, that's great. I, I want to throw in one more question here. Uh, but, yeah. you know, I mean, with, with a person who's a music talent, uh, I, I should ask what, what musically have you, uh, you know, what inspired you, inspired you as far as groups or artists or as you grew up? What, 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 what are you, what were you listening to? That's a cool question. Um, I'm hoping to tie that into the show this weekend um you know uh my parents tell me this story that when i was really really young they you know they put on the tv and the thing that i was most drawn to was the sort of variety show from what is it the 60s and 70s i think more than 70s the lawrence welk show yes and um apparently i just loved all the singing and all the music and instruments and uh you know i'm planning on opening my show with one of the songs that sort of uh i didn't realize but i would have heard on that show and had heard in a grocery store um by the carpenters who have always been uh, karen carpenter has always been a major uh influence on me i think um vocally um i've always loved how she uses her voice i think we have different voices and slightly different ranges but um i i've always really really loved the honesty and delivery of her sound mm-hmm. um, so and the songs are all heartbreaking so uh even when they're not <laughs> supposed to be yeah <laughs> there's this sort of melancholy ominous nature to some of the some of the lyrics in in her delivery um and so um yeah, I uh, I grew up listening to a really big variety of things, but you know, Karen Carpenter was a huge influence on me. Um, I love Nora Jones, um, as also someone who plays piano and sings um, 
always always loved Nora Jones and and other songwriters like herself um, of, of varying genres like Fiona Apple and Regina Spector. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also grew up, you know, my mom had a huge love of Whitney Houston and Janet Jackson, and so uh, there's a lot of that subtly I think within me too and in my writing and um, you know I've been in different musical ensembles where you know I think some of those signs of me were shown a little bit more too um, as, as well as I'm a huge Mariah Carey fan forever yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah and my you know my dad my dad is a huge music lover of, of all genres and so I just grew up hearing everything really in the house and so I think I've always um, had an appreciation for the spectrum of, of what we can call music and not not so much uh, singularly influenced but um, you know there definitely are singers like I said like Karen Carpenter who yeah. um, the honesty that she sings with is something that I attempt to always uh, emote with. Mm-hmm. And, and is there a place, a uh, website or uh, social media that people can follow you on so they can check out uh, where you're going to be? Because like you say, the the one Sunday, February 19th at the Urinda Theater, mm, too bad you missed out because <laughs> it is sold out. But, uh, right. you know, uh, I'm sure you're doing other shows that uh, people might be able to catch you and you'll be in different areas. Is there a place that they can, wa- uh, you know, look for that? Yeah, so... Um... I'm about to do like an e-blast uh, like in general but uh people can go to my website uh which is my name jimmy and then being jimmy at gmail.com or, or at, at, at <laughs> jimmy being jimmy uh dot com sorry it's just in my email for the website also right there um mm-hmm. and then uh i post on instagram about everything and uh yeah i'm planning on doing like a e-blast of of dates uh you know, via email list. And so, um, but, you know, and also if you're hoping to see me uh, do my barn burner tomorrow, you can always see me uh, basically wherever pink martini is. Um, I'm with them pretty often too. So, um, okay. Yeah. So that uh, you have, you have a couple different ways of seeing me in different cities. So uh, yeah. All right, Jimmy, thank you so much for joining us and uh, good luck with everything you've got coming up. Thank you for having me. And a big thank you going out to Jimmy Herod right here on On Screen and Beyond for joining us and talking about uh, what it was like to be on America's Got Talent and uh, all the things he's got going on. And he's going to be at the Orinda Theater February 19th in Orinda, California. So be sure to check that out. If, uh, you know, unfortunately it is sold out, but, uh, you know, keep, uh, keep your eyes out. You never know what might happen. Uh, and also, uh, you can check his, uh, he was telling us about where he, um, you know, his website and things where you can keep a track of where he's going to be at other shows. So, uh, should be a lot of fun. And we have, uh, just, more and more people coming on to On Screen and Beyond. We have uh, another one that uh, actually today I was talking with someone to uh, make arrangements for a guest here. And uh, that guest, uh, you might remember this guest from the movie Casper back uh, 
back a while ago and little giants and things like that uh and and anyways that's that's coming up that's somebody who's going to be here at on screen and beyond be sure to tell a friend uh, check us out on facebook on instagram on twitter where then all those things like us uh, help get the word out about on screen and beyond and uh, just uh, thank you so much for downloading we've had a lot of people downloading and uh, we want to get more so we can get more numbers and the more numbers uh, the more people are listening the more people will come on the show so uh, we hope you'll continue to do that and i want to thank you so much that that's your way of helping us out for us uh, for me to continue to give you more great guests here at on screen and beyond and we've got a lot of stuff coming your way so keep listening to on screen and beyond well, that's it. That's a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. So until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care.